This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So pretty obviously, what we're interested in here is big picture Law of Attraction. It's certainly not that I'm against certain techniques or doing things a certain way. It's just I'm much more interested in you finding a way that works for you. Because we're all different. And what's going to work well for somebody some of the time is not going to work for you all of the time, perhaps. And what's going to work for one person certainly is not going to work for somebody else. So exploring different concepts and approaches to the law of attraction is very important, in my opinion. And that is one reason that this podcast exists, because that's what we do. And we try to take a big picture viewpoint of these concepts and different approaches and ways of applying them in a simple, direct manner into our life to keep them fresh. So continuing on from our discussion previously, I thought that I would bring back the great Joseph Murphy and his classic book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. As I've already mentioned, and as you probably already know, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind is a classic LOA book. And one of the reasons it's so famous, rightfully so, and so darn good, and if anything actually underappreciated, one of the reasons it's so good is because Murphy is all about the big picture. He says, you know, there's not just one technique. There's numerous techniques. And in The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, he goes over so many different techniques. And he doesn't say, oh, you got to do this one technique. You got to do this certain thing. No. He doesn't say, oh, here's the 16 steps you have to do, you know, or the seven steps to success. No. He says, here's an interesting technique. You could try that out. Then on the next page, here's another interesting technique. You can try that out. Then the next page, here's another interesting technique. You can try that out. So he's giving you options. And he is explaining and exploring the big picture of the subconscious mind, of co-creativity, of using your imagination, of being in touch with the source, or whatever term we want to use. He's exploring that big picture. And he does it so beautifully and powerfully in, in the power of your subconscious mind and in all of his writings. It's just The Power of Your Subconscious Mind is by far his most famous book, and he covers so many different techniques in it and approaches that it's um, probably the best place to start if you're unfamiliar with his work. There's a, a chapter in The Power of Your Subconscious Mind called Mental Healings in Ancient Times, and there's a section in that chapter that uh, Murphy titled Widely Different Theories, and he writes... It would be tedious and unprofitable to discuss to any great extent the numerous theories advanced by different religious sects and prayer therapy groups. There are a great number who claim that because their theory produces results, it is therefore the correct one. In other words, many religious groups, prayer groups, spiritual teachers, they say, you know, our technique is the correct technique. This is the technique that works. 
And as we've been going over and as Murphy goes over, that just is not true. That's not how this stuff actually, you know, happens. There's not just one special technique that works and other stuff doesn't work. It's not like that. It's much more holistic than that. The approach should be much more holistic. So later on in this section, Murphy writes, All of these groups, such as psychiatrists, psychologists, osteopaths, chiropractors, physicians, and all the churches are using the one universal power resident in the subconscious mind. Each may proclaim the healings are due to their theory. The process of all healing is a definite positive mental attitude, an inner attitude, or a way of thinking called faith. Healing is due to a confident expectancy, which acts as a powerful suggestion to the subconscious mind, releasing its healing potency. One man does not heal by a different power than another. It is true he may have his own theory or method. There is only one process of healing, and that is faith. There is only one healing power, namely your subconscious mind. Select the theory and method you prefer. You can rest assured, if you have faith, you shall get results. So Murphy is just reassuring us that there's not a particular theory that is correct, not a particular technique or method that is correct. What is correct is having faith and applying these principles intelligently. To quote him again, he says, The process of all healing is a definite positive mental attitude, an inner attitude, or a way of thinking called faith. Healing is due to a confident expectancy, which acts as a powerful suggestion to the subconscious mind, releasing its healing potency. Now let's not get too tied down with terms here. Murphy wouldn't want us to. I certainly don't want, want want us to. This is a big picture to look at an approach to the law of attraction. This is understanding that there's a multitude of theories surrounding how the law of attraction works. There's a multitude of techniques and methods that can be utilized. But at the end of the day, it's something bigger than just a particular technique or theory. And this wouldn't be such a big deal. I wouldn't be harping on this so much. Murphy wouldn't be harping on it so much. If we did not see all the time that very good teachers are saying that my theory, my approach, my technique is the correct approach, and they're subtly or not so subtly saying that other approaches or techniques are not good. For instance, there's quite a few good LOA teachers and self-improvement teachers who say, you know, you have to visualize. Yet I know many people who are wonderful manifestors who don't visualize at all and say that they can't visualize if their life depended on it. You know, it's not like there's one technique. You're probably getting sick of, of hearing me say this, but it's just the truth, you know? You may have a technique that always works for you and is a wonderful technique for you, and just utilize that technique then. But don't be so close-minded to think that that's the only way of doing things. Power of your subconscious mind there's so many different techniques in there that Murphy explores and explains. If you look through that book again, or look through it somewhat regularly, which I would suggest many of you do if you like the book, I look through that book regularly. If you look at the different techniques that Murphy talks about, the different approaches, it's going to help keep things fresh for you because you'll be able to change some, some of your approaches perhaps to change it up to keep things fresh, to connect you with the source more vitally, to feel more alive and in the moment consistently uh, by just reading about some of the approaches and techniques that Murphy talks about. And you're also going to be able to refine 
some of the techniques and approaches that you're already using, whether it be journaling or visualization or affirmations or whatever it may be. When you read a good LOA book that is very big picture oriented, like The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, it really helps you refine what you're doing. And you can make small refinements daily if you want. I'm I'm a big proponent of reading or listening to law of attraction advice that you find helpful often, meaning every day. You don't have to do this, but it works well for many people. It certainly works well for me because it keeps me sharp and alive in a good way. It keeps these principles fresh in my mind. Now, there's going to be some people who that doesn't work for, and that's totally fine too. Some people, they only have to hear a teaching once or a few times, and then they've got it internalized, and they like what they're doing with it. They're aligned with it, so they don't want to keep on hearing about different approaches. That's all good too. Again, you got to just find what works for you and just keep on working with what's working for you. You know, this sounds in many ways just like Psychology 101 or something like that, Self-Improvement 101. But we know in actuality, in practice, there's nothing that easy or simple about this. Doing it, the act of doing it, is a daily active thing. And it does take refinement. You know, whether you're getting that refinement from uh, various teachers or whether you're finding that refinement through the process of doing it yourself or whether it's just a continual uh, looking for different ways of applying this material more effectively for you, whatever way you're going about it. This is about actively engaging and co-creating in a way that aligns you with what you want. And we can use big words and fancy words and spout off all these you know, exotic-sounding theories and exciting techniques, but they don't mean much unless you can apply it and apply it with consistency. So hopefully that's what this podcast is helping you do. And that's what a book like The Power of Your Subconscious Mind can help you do. Utilize whatever you like. Keep it fresh. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the moment. And all is well.